Welcome back to For the Love of Men podcast. My name is Courtney Shand. I'm hosting with my friend Brie Mosier, the one and only. <laughs> Brie, before we dive in, tell my friends who you are and what you do. Yeah, my name is Brie. I work with mostly female entrepreneurs to help them start and scale soul-led companies and attract in healthy, empowered masculine energy through embracing their feminine energy, uh, their sense of pleasure, dropping into their body, somatic work, all kinds of things. It's really juicy and fun. Oh, Courtney, tell the people your magic and what you do. Yes. Queen Courtney, hello. Queen Courtney. Nice to meet you. Hello. She's got a crown on. If you're listening on the show and you haven't seen our TikTok, Courtney wears a crown. Hop over to TikTok. <laughs> and check it out. <laughs> and it grows out of her head. So Yeah, I can't take good. it off, so... Sorry. Um, My name is Courtney Shand, and I am a relationship coach as well. I am a feminine energy coach. I specialize in helping women really activate their masculine energy so that they can support themselves from the inside, creating that nice, sturdy structure that allows their heart to soften and radiate out in the world in everything that they do, their creative expression, their work, their play, their dating, their health, all of those things get activated um, or get elevated when we are able to activate that masculine energy. Mm. So if you're new to the show, just as a reminder, the intention of this show is to bring together men and women to create healthy, polarized dynamics by learning how to honor each other's natural masculine and feminine energetic core. Mm. And we have a really fun topic today. Mm -hmm. Bree, do you want to tell my friends what we're talking about today? Ooh, the masculine mask in women. I love this. I used to be what we call the boss babe archetype. Mm-hmm. And we see a lot of this right now as feminine rises. Yay, go feminism. We are both hardcore feminists. Yeah. I would identify it. Would you identify as hardcore feminist? Well, maybe not hardcore. <laughs> I don't know what that entails. But <laughs> yes, like I... Hard equality. <laughs> oh, yeah. But but I think that like the masculine mask is what I think of as hardcore. Got so you. that's, mm. I maybe have a nuanced definition of it. Okay, well, regardless, we're feminine, we love yeah. feminism. <laughs> we love feminism. But the masculine mask can show up in women, and there's a couple different times uh, types. But before we dive into that, masculine and feminine energy exist among all people. It's not a gender thing. It's not a sex thing. Um, it has nothing to do with what you're born as. It's about masculine and feminine energy. And as Courtney so brilliantly introed with her work, we need as women empowered masculine energy supporting us at all times in order to be in our empowered feminine. So you can't be in your empowered feminine unless you have empowered masculine energy too. And you can't be in your empowered masculine as a man, unless you also have your empowered feminine online. It's about mm-hmm. integration. So let's yep. Clear that first and foremost. Masculine energy is in all of us and it is good. Mm-hmm. It's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, the masculine mask comes out in women usually when they are not trusting, when they don't feel like they can lean on the masculine. I notice it a lot with my clients who have a history of trauma or abuse or unhealthy dynamics because the world doesn't feel safe and so they feel like they have to protect themselves and they will present as... Um, guarded, get shit done, hustle culture. I'll do it myself. I don't need no man energy and attitude. And this is kind of the boss babe, which is not to be confused with when a woman healthily goes into her masculine, but let's talk about the masculine mask and the boss babe archetype first. Yeah. What would you say about that? Yeah. Mm. So I think it's really interesting because this particular archetype is going to be, um, 
what we think of or maybe what I think of when I was saying about feminism, this is kind of like the um, guarded, uh, almost aggressive woman mm. like there's just an energy that emits of like pushing like there's a very like wounded masculine like pushy energy that's coming out of her whole energy field or body mm-hmm. <laughs> um mm-hmm. and it, it's not really comfortable it's definitely not warm and inviting mm. and that's not always to say that we need to have warm and inviting feminine energy to to be leading but that gets to be a thing too even in business mm-hmm. in relationships and all of all, all of those things Um, But this will show up definitely when a woman's masculine energy is kind of leading the show. So I always explain to my clients that masculine energy is helpful when it has our back Mm. so that the feminine energy is what's leading and we have this sturdy structure behind us that is always there in support of us. Mm. Whereas when the the masculine is leading, that's what's going to be kind of like hitting people. It's sort of like this brick wall. Men will experience it as like, I just couldn't get through to her. I don't, I never really felt her I couldn't get to know her. Um, it's for me, my experience uh, being in this kind of masculinized um, world was uh, the everything felt like business. Like everything was me delegating or me like coldly asking for things. There wasn't mm-hmm. actually like this warm, fluid connectability even available. Mm-hmm. It was, it didn't make sense to me. It just wouldn't register. So, Um, That's kind of how it showed up in my experience. Anything you want to add to that? The boss babe archetype? Yeah. I think there's just a lot of pressure on achieve, create, and sometimes, not always, but sometimes to a wounded degree where it feels like she has to prove herself. She has to be successful and do it all on her own because she doesn't want to need help. Mm -hmm. That feels really vulnerable. And so usually this is a woman who's adapted to doing it all on her own, Mm -hmm. maybe because of trauma, maybe because of having to be super independent at a young age. Maybe you lived in a household where you weren't supported by both parents or any parents or your parents weren't emotionally available. There's a lot of reasons why it can come out, but it will manifest as kind of like Courtney said, cold, guarded, um, maybe even treating dating like an interview process. There's no real... <laughs> I was the queen. Yeah. I would show up with my clipboard, my clip, clipboard, like, <laughs> so what do you do for a living? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, very logical, analytical. Um, and I, my understanding from men when they date this type of woman as is it is like hitting a brick wall. I think I've heard you describe it as, like, looks like a woman, talks <laughs> like a woman, speaks like a woman, but feels masculine. Like, not a woman. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I think we know this is women too. We can sense women who are guarded, who need control, who want to be the ones in control, who the thought of like for them to surrender feels incredibly vulnerable. Um, mm-hmm. And so they live with this mask for a multitude of reasons. And then they present as the boss babe and it feels good because you are accomplishing and achieving in the workplace. And that's awesome. However, it translates in relationship to there's not as much polarity, chemistry, connection, intimacy available with an empowered masculine man because he's going to be fed by your radiant feminine energy. And mm-hmm. usually for this archetype, it's not, at least for me, my experience being the boss babe for many years, competing in fitness competitions and running my own business and all these things, um, it didn't feel good. It just felt like the thing I was supposed to do, but I didn't know any other way. It felt like I'll just be independent I'll achieve, I'll make lots of money, like I'll mm-hmm. be successful. That would make me more worthy of being chosen. 
And it did not. <laughs> oh. uh, it just felt painful for me to be closed and guarded and not trust anybody. And yeah, that's mm-hmm. for me. And lonely. Lonely. That's something that I hear a lot as well. Is like you can you can achieve all the achievements that you want, but at the, at some point, connection becomes the ultimate currency. Like mm. if you you can you can't earn it. You know, like you have to be able to facilitate it to get that need met. It's not something that you can purchase. Um, you have to learn how to do it, and that's what really happens is that that feminine energy is never nurtured and never fed, and it's sort of this, like, empty, hollow feeling at the end of the day. Yeah, and um, burnt out. Burnout. Yeah, this will show up in health big time. I mm-hmm. see this a lot in health uh, when women will push themselves really hard, like you were saying with the mm-hmm. fitness um Fitness competition. Oh, thank you. I was like, what is that called? <laughs> competition. Sports. Sport me. <laughs> Sports. Yeah. Anyways, so I see it in that uh, domain a lot where the wounded masculine will come up and it really just like forces a woman. It kind of like compels her to almost like run from the tigers. Like they just have yes. to like keep running or else they're going to get eaten. Yeah. That's the feeling, the energy that it feels like. And I would say as well that for men, not only does it feel like getting hit by a brick wall but it also feels like getting bulldozed mm. because her energy is pushing that wounded masculine energy you can always tell wounded masculine energy because it's pushy it feels like it is pushing you mm. and when that's happening what's happening for a man who even if he's an empowered masculine man is going to get bulldozed mm. and feel really emasculated in her presence he doesn't get to feel like a man because she's coming in and like mm. i i can do this better than you move over and I've been there. I still can catch myself in this, but it's the awareness piece that we have to come with and celebrate because we both have, again, masculine and feminine. We both have wounded and wounded. It's not like we are 100% integrated all the time. It's yeah. like that's the work is constantly like, here it is again. I'm going to bring it back in. I'm going to bring it back mm-hmm. in. Um, and that being able to integrate and then being able to integrate more quickly is a sign of maturity where you're rising, mm. in my opinion. Yeah, 100%. I think this type of woman also has trouble receiving. So we've talked about uh, men winning points, not literal points, TikTok family. <laughs> we got some tea from that. I got some points. We don't mean literal points. We mean uh, men can feel like they can't win with her because she's always almost like beating him to the taking care of. Like she'll make mm-hmm. the plan. She'll make the reservation. She'll pick him up. It's on you know her timing. Kind of that energy versus leaning back and being taken care of. And it doesn't have to be such traditional roles like who plans the date. could be anything, but she might planning have trouble. Planning is good. You know, we love planning. <laughs> We're going to have a whole episode on planning. Uh, but she'll have trouble receiving him and receiving from him, and so it stunts the flow. Mm-hmm. The other thing I noticed with women who are more comfortable in their masculine because they're protecting themselves, they go into this archetype, is in the bedroom. A lot, so a lot of my work is with pleasure, sex, body work. They treat orgasm and pleasure like a job to complete and an end goal. So where when you're in your empowered feminine energy, you're in your body, you're feeling, you're letting it unfold, you're there for the pleasure, you're there for the journey of it, like milking it. And when you're in your masculine in the bedroom or with yourself um, during pleasure, you treat it like an end goal, like just get there, hurry up, I'm going to tense all my pelvic floor muscles so that I can come faster and I'm going to just totally, you're like out of your body and just trying to get there. It's that hustle, achieve, even in the bedroom when you could be um, practicing surrendering and letting go. 
so I notice that a lot too as women express like they feel pleasure but not really they know there's more to it and they can't get even with themselves in self-pleasure to let their guard down and slow down Mm. yeah yeah why yeah I know you alluded to it earlier of like not trusting the masculine but say a little bit more about that or if you want me to take that I Mm. think that's so interesting um the dynamic of how this gets started Mm. I mean, I think it has to do with a lot of things. It could be trauma, could be hyper-independence, could be, um, you know, a, a poor relationship with the collective masculine, meaning mm. men in general. Right? <laughs> this is my zone of me. genius. Yes, this is what yeah. I do. Tell the people. What does it mean <laughs> to have resentment towards the collective masculine? Yeah. Well, I'm so glad you brought that up. Thank you. Um, so what I see... <laughs> Is that how you would catch a basketball? Yep. <laughs> she, if you're listening on the podcast, she caught it like a baby. <laughs> and then she tossed it into the basket. Okay, sorry. Focus, Brie. Tell the people about... <laughs> we need a moment, please. Oh, scene. Tell the people, Courtney. Yeah. I'm not editing that. Tell no, them I about having resentment towards the collective masculine. Ooh. You know how, this is what I was literally just talking with a client yesterday about this, how you will observe how you interact with, how your masculine energy is interacting out in the world and how it interacts with you based on the stories you tell about men. It'll sound like all men are untrustworthy. All men cheat. All men are are lazy. Mm -hmm. They always leave. So it's kind of these like blanket statements is typically how you're going to be interacting with all men. The way that we have to fix this or to shift this is you actually have to start trusting your own masculine energy first. It has to start at home first or else you won't feel secure enough going out in the world and letting your guard down because you'll be defenseless. And that is what, in my opinion, in my work, caused the original wound. Mm -hmm. For you to be defenseless and dependent on someone and then to be either squashed or to have the rug pulled out from under you, is going to create that trauma cycle Mm -hmm. in lots of different ways that can happen in lots of different scenes. But that's kind of the experience in your body that gets kicked up, at least for my clients, where they will kind of take on this masculine shield, where the masculine energy gets to come in front of them and guard them. And they go through their whole life that way. This was me for sure. Mm -hmm. And so what we have to do is to actually flip that dynamic. And what what that entails is kind of getting an intimate glimpse of how you have been, A, what you've been narrating about men at large Mm -hmm. and learning to kind of like soothe those wounds Mm -hmm. and to observe like, yeah, some men are that for sure. Mm -hmm. We're not naive. We don't think that all men are, you know, like wonderful Prince Charming because that's just not the truth. Mm -hmm. And it's also not the truth that all men are blank. Mm -hmm. That is not a fun paradigm to live in. And so there gets to be this kind of like healing of that And then kind of flipping it so that you start to see yourself through the lens of the empowered masculine, both yours, starting to appreciate the ways that it does show up for you, um, and starting to see how men are showing up for you. So it kind of reframes Mm -hmm. that as well. It's a really beautiful process. I hope that kind of made sense. That's Mm -hmm. a lot to do in 30 seconds, but... Totally. And it takes a lot, a long time. Yes. (laughs) Because there's nuanced stories that you'll catch yourself being like, oh, it's just how men are. Mm-hmm. They always do this. It's like, mm, I need to clean that up. Um, but I'm glad that you said 
that we are not naive. We know that there are not good men. And I think this is a really important Mm -hmm. point to harp on, especially if you're relating to this archetype. We all can in some way. We go into these places. Because you've been through abuse or trauma where masculine energy was uh, a perpetrator to you, that's still a super valid and real experience Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and not to be dismissed. And you get to feel through it and heal through it and be mad and be angry. The only thing I would advise you is coming from someone who's been in an abusive relationship and struggled with like deciding, am I going to hate men? Because I don't want to hate men, but I feel like I do right now after this experience Mm -hmm. is try not to generalize it to men in general. Try to keep it to this one person who had bad behavior. Mm -hmm. And... If you can get there, which we're not all available to get here, usually bad behavior comes from their own trauma and wounds. Um, So sometimes it's helpful to have compassion for that person. But I don't always think... I mean, it took me a good year and a half to Mm -hmm. even access compassion. Mm -hmm. Um, And it was like still hard work. So your experiences are valid. And I would definitely recommend some sort of therapy, coaching, learning somatic release through the body to release trauma has been huge. That's something I teach in my work. Courtney teaches in her work Mm -hmm. until you release those experiences, not trauma in your body. It can actually get stored in your body Mm -hmm. and you remember it. And then you have these patterns in your nervous system where you'll start to react to something someone's doing. We call it a trigger. And you play out a whole schema and and um, sequence, like a launch sequence of events to keep yourself safe when that trigger comes up. When you feel like someone's dismissed your emotions, your body's like, we've got this. Inact protection mode. Boss babe. <laughs> Shield down. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so you'll go into these places until you really go through and heal and feel and release that trauma. Mm-hmm. So I think that's essential to yes. healing the masculine mask. Um, while knowing that there are still good quality, amazing, loving, generous, kind, Mm. sensitive, leadership-like, if that's a word, initiative-taking, brilliant men. Yeah, planners. (laughs) On the plan train We're we're laughing because we've been talking about the value of planning behind the scenes. Um, But there are such good men out there. And there are not good men out there. Mm -hmm. Just like there are not good women. Not necessarily as people, but show up more wounded. Mm -hmm. Um... That's not to be ignored. It's a paradigm that you play in. And, and I think for me and for you as well, it was just a decision of I'm not willing to hate men or the masculine. Mm-hmm. I'm going to choose to believe that the majority of men are good and protector, provider, loving energy. And that's the paradigm I want to play in. Mm-hmm. I don't actually want to call any of those wounded masculine men on my path. Mm-mm. Not interested. When you said that, I thought you also can't distinguish the two until you make the distinction. Mm-hmm. Like you you will operate in black or white and it's a different level of black or white that we're wanting to play in because when you are operating with the lens of all men are blank Mm -hmm. actually you're lumping all of them into this category Mm -hmm. but until you decide to distinguish it you also won't be able to see the good ones Mm -hmm. and you won't be able to really discern the bad ones either so it's it is uh the shield makes us really insensitive in the worst possible ways because your feminine energy is your intuition Mm. your whole body's taking in information of is this person does this feel right for me am i safe you're like all all of your senses are online when you're in your empowered feminine energy and when that is being kind of like stifled or guarded or shielded it's actually like kind of flying blind like you're just sort of guessing 
And that's when, in my opinion, unnecessary heartbreak happens, unnecessary re-injury and re-traumatization happens um, because we aren't trusting our discernment. Mm, Such a good point. It's like blind to us. We don't get to even tap into it. And you can't access. I notice when I go into masculine in a dating or relationship situation, I have a hard time accessing my intuition. Yeah. My discernment is off in the weeds. Yeah. (laughs) It's cloudy. Hundred percent. So I'm so glad that you said that. Mm. Yeah. So you can you can heal your relationship with men at large, collective, mm-hmm. masculine energy. You can heal it internally, collectively. Uh, each of us can heal our own masculine energy, um, and we also need that masculine energy. This is kind of the part. Was there anything else you wanted to add before I go? No, down this? I was going to go okay. this way too. Cool. Um, We actually need that masculine energy in order to let us soften because it is the sturdiness, it's the security, it's the boundary enforcer, it is the like sentinel of the queendom Mm -hmm. energy that you need in order to feel safe. You won't be able to, you will continue to have to force safety using this like metal shield over your heart when you don't trust that you can enact safety when and if you need it. Like it needs to be like poignant, like laser focused safety. Here's the boundary. Er, we're mm-hmm. done. Mm-hmm. I'm leaving. Mm-hmm. Versus you show up kind of like numb and like halfway all the time, mm-hmm. not really using your intuition, not really experiencing the fullness of the information that your body's taking in, whether it be pleasure, whether it be um, un- discomfort, um, even temperature, like our whole body is registering information for us all the time and we don't have access to that when we are operating with this mask. Because we're in our head instead of our body. Yep. We kind of cut ourselves off. All of our information comes from the shoulders down. Yep. Which is why, yeah, we're not embodied at all. Mm. Um, And this is different than being in your protective masculine energy on purpose. Mm-hmm. So we've got the boss babe archetype mm-hmm. and the wounded masculine shield uh, mask that we put on as women. We've also got healthy masculine energy. Mm-hmm. And then I think the third component is when you don't feel safe and secure with the masculine partner in front of you, you will enact your own empowered masculine energy to take care of yourself Mm -hmm. because you don't trust his masculine energy is stronger than yours. You'll put your masculine energy on. And I don't think that's wrong. I don't think so either. Yeah. I think it's where you put it. That's the difference. That's the distinction that I like to make. I need masculine energy, even in the best situations, the most Mm -hmm. empowered masculine man, I'm still going to bring my masculine energy. Mm -hmm. The difference is it's behind me. I'm not bringing it back in front of me. Mm-hmm. When it's in front of us, that's usually an indicator that there has been a boundary that's been violated that has not been discussed. Mm-hmm. There's some hurt feelings, and she's kind of like going into protective mode just instinctively, like you were saying. We yeah. don't always have like conscious awareness that we're doing it sometimes. Yeah. And sometimes it is just like, I just need a moment. Hold mm-hmm. on. Mm-hmm. The difference is when we can pull that um, masculine energy behind us, it actually causes us to elevate into this empowered queen energy. And I mm-hmm. always tell my clients, like the crown needs somewhere to sit that is stable. And that is your masculine energy. Mm. Otherwise, it's going to be kind of like wobbling all over and not have anywhere to sit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really <laughs> the difference between is your masculine energy supporting you or protecting you? Yes. Is it supporting you or guarding you? And again, mm-hmm. it is appropriate at times. If you're with a partner who's 
always, you know, crossing your boundary or not keeping his word. And you're feeling like I can't trust him. I don't know where we stand. Mm -hmm. You're contracting. I don't think that's meant to be ignored. Yes, Mm -hmm. you can do a check into, is this my trauma? Is this my old Mm -hmm. stuff coming up? Highly recommend that because it might be. But if you've done that check and you're like, no, I feel good. I just don't trust his masculine energy to hold me and lead me. Mm -hmm. Then your body is signaling you that your masculine energy is more stable or reliable than his is in that moment. And that's good information your body's giving you. So your body says, well, then I'll hold myself. If you Mm -hmm. can't hold me and I can't depend on you or your word, then I'm going to hold myself, which Mm -hmm. unfortunately for men, if they don't know this, they start getting confused with, well, where did this soft, open, feminine woman go? That Mm. goes away. You don't get to experience the juicy, soft part of the feminine if you've been violating boundaries and not keeping your word, not because we're like, you're getting a punishment. Like mm-hmm. I'm going to leave with my mask. It's truly, we cannot even help it. We just start closing heart, mind, legs, start closing. Cause Brilliant. I don't trust that I can be vulnerable with you because you're not protecting me. Yeah. You're not leading. You're not uh, holding me all these, these different things. Yeah. I'm yeah. so glad that you said that. Cause it is instinctive mm-hmm. and it's so, um, it's something that I think a lot of women will try to like overpower, you know, like especially in the feminine energy world, they're like, I need to not be so masculine. Yeah. And sometimes that information doesn't need to be ignored. And it's also not a bad thing. I want to actually bring some compassion to it for the men and the women in that dynamic, because mm-hmm. a lot of times, A, the men may not be aware because the woman hasn't expressed that this was a boundary either to begin with or that it's been violated. Mm-hmm. So he's kind of like, what happened? And that's not to make him look stupid. Like he just, it, you know, we can't see each other's boundaries if they're not being Sometimes displayed. they get crossed for you to find them out. Yeah. And that's, that's part of it. And it's also sometimes that uh, developmentally that you're on different kind of planes mm-hmm. at different moments. And so sometimes like if you've done a lot of personal development work and your masculine energy is like online supporting you mm-hmm. and he hasn't done that part yet, sometimes it can be very um, activating and bring him back to like growth point neutral where you're both mm-hmm. back on the same page. I know that's been my experience where I've held myself where it's been like, okay, well my masculine energy has me and I'm going to trust the heck out of that Yeah. because I'm not able to trust this part of you yet. And by doing that, it gives the partner the opportunity to do their work and meet you there and step up. And that's typically what happens. And that's why a lot of uh, couples will grow together. You know, we're constantly like activating and elevating each other mm-hmm. based on the boundaries that we uphold. It kind of gives your partner an opportunity to rise to when you're willing to hold yourself sturdily, mm-hmm. sturdily, sturdy, sturdy. Jerry's out. Question, <laughs> Question mark on that one. Sturdily, we're gonna send it. When you're <laughs> it able to hold sound. yourself sturdily, go on. No, I'm vouching for you. That just sounds so funny in my ears right now. I don't know why. When you're able to hold yourself. When you're able to be the secure, sturdy energy for yourself, that's the feeling of like, hey, I need this and I, like, it just is what it is. That's a clean boundary. Like, I am not, I'm not going to violate myself. Mm -hmm. And men respect the hell out of that. Mm -hmm. In my experience, that is a queen energy. She is protecting her queendom and she's like, I'm not crossing that line. That's not my territory. Yep. And he does his work and rises to the occasion. Yep. Or he doesn't. Or he doesn't. He and says, I can't provide that for you. Yeah. And he moves along. Yeah. And either way, it's not like you having to pull him or you like pushing him. It's just a clean, like, okay, compassionately, I'm not there. 
mm-hmm. and I'm not able to get there. Mm-hmm. And and on her side, in this example, like this is what I need, yeah. And I'm not willing to live without it. Right, right. If it's an unnegotiable for you, and when I've held myself in those moments of negotiating a need with someone I'm dating, and they've not been able to meet it, and I've had to say like, "Well, it's really great getting to know you. Like, I think it's best that we cut ties because we're not." going to be able to win with each other mm-hmm. you know I'm needing something that you can't provide uh it has always ended amicably mm-hmm. really well in a mature manner and most of the time that person comes back around either well one either like interested again uh and you get to set a boundary or I've actually had recently someone come back and apologize mm. that I wasn't able to provide for you what you needed and and the way wow. that we ended things and I don't feel good about how I showed up in that and like and that is nice. So wow. if you end it in an empowered way, you're both going to feel good and clean about it. Mm-hmm. I think the alternative when we don't have our, um, we don't kind of support ourselves with our inner masculine, like Courtney's explaining, is you go into your wounded feminine. They cross the boundary, they hurt you, ouch. They cross the boundary, they hurt you, ouch. They cross the boundary, they hurt you, ouch. And now it becomes like damsel in distress. Mm-hmm. Save me, fix me, I'm anxious, I need you to love me. And that mm-hmm. is like a, a like very painful experience. Yeah. Why are you doing this to me? Oh gosh, I I dislike that feeling so much in yeah. my body. Um, yeah. So the medicine for that is, nope, I'm going to support my own life. I'm going to fall in love with my own life. I'm going to take care of myself. I will mm-hmm. share what I need. And if that's available, then great. And if not, then I trust myself to walk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, to get creative about how else to get it met. Mm-hmm. From him or not from him. Might be, or, yeah, it yeah. might be to walk. It might not to be to walk. Sure. Either way, it's you know, there's nuances to all these situations. So I don't want to yeah. say a blanket across of all of that. You're right, but, you're right, you're right. Thank you for catching that. Yeah. To yeah. walk or not to walk. That is not always the question. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes you tone that down. Yep. Sometimes you just need to negotiate a little. Yeah, which negotiation is a powerful skill. And this is where boss babes actually can bring this to the table because this is where your negotiation skills are going to shine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Just, yeah. They're going to shine because this is where you're good at saying, actually, in order to do that, I would need this. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you don't forget about yourself in the office. Most of the time you're like, hey, no, that's not okay. Yeah. Boundary. Yeah. And you get to bring that skill to this relationship dynamic and really help things be um, clean in, uh, in the exchange Mm -hmm. so that you can figure out, is this something that I can negotiate for or is it like a walk or not walk kind of question? Yeah. And I think the last thing for me that I feel like Mm -hmm. to say on this is for men to understand that you cannot force a woman to open her soft feminine. It comes naturally. And believe me, I've tried to force it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I've tried to like set down my swords and set down my shield. And it actually just doesn't happen until, well, A, until women innately trust the collective masculine a bit more. So mm-hmm. I think you'll find a woman's softer and stronger in her feminine if she, in a general sense, like loves and appreciates and trusts generally men. Mm-hmm. But still with that individual man she's getting to know, She's looking at, am I safe? Am I seen? Am I heard? You guys Mm -hmm. have heard us say it a million times. Mm -hmm. Is this safe for me to open? If she feels safe with you because you're keeping your word, you're keeping your plan, you're showing up how you said you would, you know, you're, you're, um, consistent, consistent. Yeah. You're available to hear her, her emotion. She feels emotionally safe. You're not pushing her physical boundaries as we've talked about in, I think the last episode, Mm -hmm. 
she will naturally open heart, mind, body because she feels safe. But you mm-hmm. can't force her to open no more than you can force a flower to bloom before it's ready. It takes time and consistency in her learning to trust you. So mm-hmm. your superpower, men, in this is really making sure that she feels seen, heard, and safe. And it's not as hard as it, it's really not as hard as it looks. In fact, our last episode is about creating safety for women before you have a commitment. So that would be mm-hmm. a great um, thing to listen to. I loved that one. That Me one too. was, I go back and listen to it. Just do yourself a favor. Yeah. It was great. It was so good. Just <laughs> toot my own horn here. <laughs> oh my Shine, gosh. It's polish like, the. Those are actually glued. No, they actually come straight from your skull. <laughs> Her crown. I actually couldn't take it off if I wanted to. It's just so weird. I don't know how you do that. You're so cute. (laughs) Okay, what else, Courtney? Anything else around this masculine energy? Um, No, I love that you said that because actually I I think that that has the opposite effect, and especially for this woman. If you try to force her Mm -hmm. into her feminine energy, it's the same as if a woman tries to force you into your feminine energy. And that's what it feels like from the masculine woman. Um, That's why it feels kind of emasculating because it's like forcing you to be the vulnerable one. Mm. And it's going to react the same in her body. It's going to trigger all of these like instinctive fight or flight, like protect, protect, protect. Um, What do you want with my sword? (laughs) So so this is where patients can come, you know, can be really helpful to like create the support and to Mm. allow that flower to like unveil itself because it really is she can't force herself to do this either this work took years years collective years Mm -hmm. between the two of us to get to the point where we have more conscious control of okay i can calm myself this is not this is not that situation Mm -hmm. i don't have to like the shields don't have to go up i can just stay grounded and stay in the moment um but i would say by and large, that the dynamic gets started when she feels unsafe. So I hope that gives a little bit more context for that creating safety, why that's important. Those mm-hmm. steps that we mm-hmm. talked about in the last episode are important because that creates the foundation to come underneath her so that she feels like she has the support yeah. while she's kind of like taking off all of this armor. Mm, it's so true. And she'll reveal it piece by piece. Yeah sword and then the other pieces of a yeah piece of armor i don't know what they're all called but <laughs> it would be sports it would, <laughs> i don't think that's sports it would be piece by piece her sword her shield right little by little she will open and see how you respond it's called mm-hmm. feminine testing it's not manipulative Mm-mm. it's just a normal part of revealing yourself over time and noticing can this person hold me mm-hmm. in these different phases and that's actually safe you would do that with your friends mm-hmm. um you would see you know what kind of capacity does this person have to hold me and see me in these places so mm-hmm. it's normal and she will trust you over time if you're good hearted well-intentioned, yeah. emotionally mature man. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. A good EM. Yeah. 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 Hmm. That was fun. So good. Uh, Courtney, wait. Before you tell the people where they can find more from you, we love it when you share the show. Please share the show with someone that you love. If you could send it to your brother, your dad, your sister, whoever you think would, would benefit from this, women in your life that you want to know it, just share it with somebody. That means the world to us. Yeah. And if you feel like rating us, uh, not five stars, uh, any amount of stars <laughs> that feels appropriate to you, I always say five stars, but 
any amount of stars that you feel is appropriate. Uh, that would be great because that helps us rank in Apple and Spotify podcasts. So we appreciate your reviews that have been coming in. And thank you for all of the questions, the yeah. feedback. Lots of you are coming into our programs. Yeah. So we are so thankful and we just adore working with you. We adore your questions. Yeah. We adore the listenership has exploded. Yes. We're really oh, grateful. I love it. I love it. And to do this work is like such an honor. This feels like my what I'm yeah. here to do and I know that's so fun you've said that too so to have you guys come into this work where we get to actually kind of dismantle this in more of a one-on-one or a group setting a little bit more intimate setting mm-hmm. is where that deep transformation comes from mm. so if somebody wanted a deeper transformation with you Courtney where would they go funny you ask oh my gosh <laughs> <laughs> wow we are in we are some type of way <laughs> So my all my information is going to be on CourtneyShan.com. I um, have a couple programs. If you liked this work, Arise is absolutely where you will find the most yeah. benefit. This is entirely about shifting how you see masculine energy at large, how you interact with it, and how you've been interacting with your own masculine energy so that you can create this very supportive um, kind of underpinning of your your crown, your... Uh, queen energy rising. So um, I love, love, love this program. It's one of my favorites to facilitate one-on-one. So check it out. And um, yeah, I'm going to leave it with that. Nourished is another really great one if you're looking for this kind of uh, energy in terms of health and nutrition. So if you've been finding yourself in that wounded masculine push hustle diet culture, check out Nourished. I have a couple of one-on-one spots, just um, kind of single sessions that if you are interested in trying it out, there's no risk. If you choose to move forward with it, that payment will go towards Mm. the full package. So I would love to invite you in that way as well. It's kind of a similar flavor, but just a different domain. I feel like you just downplay that you're also a dietitian. <gasps> it's Thank wild. You. I don't I For would like to survey our listeners, right? Courtney is a brilliant dietitian. So Thank she you. integrates all this work around masculine and feminine with how you relate to food. Yes. Genius. I love it. I think it's it's so fun. There's a lot of relationship dynamics not only just with how we physically interact kind of in the same way that you would on a date, your physiological somatic reaction is going to be similar. Mm -hmm. So a lot of those tools can be very grounding and very stabilizing, especially for emotional eating, the stress eaters, this one's for you. Mm -hmm. And um, women who are finding themselves on kind of this yo-yo loop of dieting, a lot of times what I experience is that it's the soft skills that we really need. So how to ask for your family's support in the kitchen, how Mm -hmm. to get childcare so that you can take some time for your well-being, how to uh, receive the support, receive the food in your body as nourishment, mm. how to create this nourishing life for yourself that gets to, again, support you in um, radiating more feminine energy and more softness in your life. Mm. I love it. So thank you for calling me out. I didn't mean to downplay myself. Yeah, cut that shit out. <laughs> kidding but not really kidding like don't downplay yourself you're you're the best i just love you and you are brilliant genius work of art thank you for that i've never been called a brilliant genius work of art i don't think i've ever called anyone else that either but you are (laughs) tell them tell them are all the things uh yeah i've taken some of your courses i can speak from 
personal experience. You are a total genius. Likewise, as are you. <laughs> a little friendship. We're going to tear up. <laughs> okay, part two female friendships coming soon. Uh, what do I? So I work with entrepreneurs to help them start and scale businesses and, and uh, attract healthy masculine partners. But you don't have to be an entrepreneur to work together. I have a program out right now called Inside Out, the art and science of healthy relationships and magnetizing the divine masculine. So if you've loved this and you're wanting to heal your relationship with yourself and radiate your feminine energy, learn how to be in a polarized relationship, understand how the masculine thinks, believes, and behaves, the feminine thinks, believes, and behaves. And then also... I do a lot of manifestation work, so we have modules on staying open to receive all of your desires. Um, that program has already started, but I have had people coming in late and watching the replays of mo- the modules that are already out. So if you'd like to come in, watch the replays, you totally can. You can treat it like a self-study course, and then you'll have my support for as long as the program is live. Um, and that's really great. If you're wanting to do more one-to-one work or come into a mastermind, that info is all on my website, buildingbree.com and my Instagram at buildingbree, B-R-I. I usually share about my offers there as well. So that's what I've got going on. Did I share my Instagram? My Instagram? At or- Courtney underscore Shan. Yeah, thank S-C-H-A-N-D. you. S-C-H-A-N-D. It'll be in the show notes. Thanks. Yeah. okay you guys thank you for listening please share the show we love you and we'll see you next week